Don't worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God in the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Verses 1 through 20, Luke chapter 2. Father, we thank you once again for the wonderful and the blessed and the glorious story of the coming your coming into the world so long ago as a babe, as our Lord and Savior. Thank you for the wonder within this story, the glory, the, the grace, and the mercy that permeates every aspect and every moment of the story. Father, thank you for the privilege you give us of, as ambassadors for your kingdom to proclaim this story, to, to read it, to share it, and to proclaim the good news that flows from this wonderful and powerful story. Lord, set us on fire afresh with the Holy Spirit of grace that would empower us to be bright, shining witnesses that live so that more and more we're always pointing people to you. We're always living in such a way that people, when they look at us, see not us, but they see the Jesus inside of us. Empower us, Lord, to live that way faithfully each and every day. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. We do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Father, we come to you today with grateful hearts as we think about Bethlehem 
and your son born there as we think about Calvary. Father, uh, your son dying on the cross for sinners like us. Father, we praise you. We thank you. We thank you that he rose again, that he, he ascended to heaven. He sits at your right hand, that all that is real, Father, and we cling to that. We live on that, and we praise you for that today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. And as we've mentioned, and coming into the Christmas season, typically we really try to make it a goal to encourage believers to set a goal of reading all the way through the Christmas narratives throughout the Christmas season several times. You and your family, of course, they consist of Matthew chapters 1 and 2 and Luke chapters 1 and 2. And it's pretty tragic, to be honest, to think about this. Lots of believers have never taken the time to read all the way through those narratives during a given Christmas season. And if you haven't done it, you don't know what you're missing because the Holy Spirit will wonderfully minister the, the wisdom and the grace of the story to you in a greater way. And your witness for the Lord Jesus Christ will increase because of the way the Holy Spirit will use that seed planted afresh in your life. And parents, I want to remind you again, don't you do all the reading. Let the children do most of the reading because they'll get more out of it. So again, reading all the way through the Christmas narratives, again, Matthew chapters 1 and 2 and Luke chapter chapters 1 and 2. It's a reward for you and your family that will bless you in many, many ways. We're very blessed and an honored to have with us once again in studio, Pastor Jerry Lawson. He's the pastor of Enon Cumberland Presbyterian Church in Ackerman, Mississippi. Pastor Jerry, how are you today? As I tell people, if I was doing any better, I'd have to be in heaven with Jesus right now. All right. Well, praise the Lord. Glad to hear that. And always an honor to have you. And of course, one of the reasons why, one of the reasons it's a privilege to have you on is during this season of the year, we uh, have you to come and share about the wonderful witnessing tool that we call our Christmas buttons, which the message on this year's Christmas button is Jesus, he came for you. So I'm going to let you share about that in your own way. Well, Pastor Joseph, in 2006, uh, I teamed up with Don Wildman to pass out these buttons. Mm -hmm. And what a blessing and a joy it has brought into this Advent season for me. And every time I pass out a button, I never know the response I'm going to get from another person. Mm -hmm. I never know a question that they might ask or a desire for prayer. You never know. It's a challenge. God is faithful, though. Uh, he will always give you the resource that's needed at that moment. He goes before us. And I guess when we were in Branson here, if I might share a story with yes. you, uh, my wife wanted to go to a particular restaurant that a friend of hers had told her about. It was down on the riverfront. So we had done kind of walk through the riverfront. We didn't find it. Mm -hmm. So the next day... For supper, Deborah said, Jerry, I want to go down there and eat at that restaurant. And I said, well, let's go. So just as we got there and got out of the car, here comes the rain. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, Lord, we're going to get soaked. Mm -hmm. And uh, as we started to walk uh, along the riverfront there, uh, this man in a cart 
one of these shuttles that goes back and forth from one end to the other and shuttles people. He pulled up and he said, hey, y'all need to get in here and stay dry. And I thought, well, he probably knows where that restaurant's at as well. So mm-hmm. we hopped in, and he was so so nice. So I I took out one of my Christmas buttons, and I handed it to him, and I said, uh, if Jesus doesn't offend you, I'd like to give you this Christmas button. If it does, I'll apologize and take it back. Mm-hmm. He looked at me, and he said, uh, I believe in Jesus. And we started talking, and when we got off the shuttle, right at the door of this restaurant, I said, if I don't see you again down here, I'll see you up there. And he said, I don't know if I'll be there or not. Mm. And I stopped and I said, why do you not know? And he said, well, I have to work here on Sundays and I can't go to church and that might keep me out. Mm. That started a dialogue, and uh, I shared with him his church attendance did not get him in to heaven. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but in Branson, it's a very wonderful place to go to. It's a very religious place. Mm-hmm. There are services going on every day of the week. Mm-hmm. Pick out a day and go and worship Christ on that day. It doesn't make any difference to me whether it's Sunday or whether it's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Just go and worship the Lord. And he said, well, I hadn't thought about that. I can do that. Mm-hmm. And I walked away feeling like, hey, uh, I'd put a sparkle of joy in his heart, and he certainly gave me a sparkle of joy. Mm. Well, you know, um, Pastor Jerry, something that I think is so powerful is, of course, the buttons are simply one more tool to use, amongst other things, as a witnessing tool to point people to Christ. And, of course, um, by the grace of the Lord, you beautifully used it just for that purpose. I want to ask, would you take a moment now specifically to pray for believers to grow in the understanding of the need for us to live a lifestyle of evangelism and discipleship in view of the fact that so many of the people whose paths will cross on, the, on a given day, they just don't know Jesus, and they're desperate. That's the greatest need of their life, to come to know him. Would you pray for believers in that regard? Father, I thank you for Christ. He called me. He convicted me. He converted me. He companions me. And one day in Christ, Father, he will complete me. But as we walk the pathway of life, we are missing out on such a great joy. There's never a time in our life, Father, when we are called to witness for you that you have not gone before us, you have tilled the soil. These buttons are a seed. And, Father, all we need to do is plant that seed and then, Father, turn it over to you to bring the harvest. And, Father, I thank you through these Christmas buttons. The joy of Christmas to me is not receiving anything but given the opportunity to go and share the love of Jesus Christ, the love that he has for me, the love that he has for the world. I just want to be an instrument of giving and sharing. And, Father, if we believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, the witness is within us, and we should be encouraged to go and share that message. You'll find out when you do that the Lord has gone before you, and he wants to bring a blessing into your life as well as the life of the person you touch. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Jerry. Just to all our listeners to know, then, the, these Christmas buttons, again, the message on them is, um, Jesus, he came for you. Uh, the buttons come in packs of 10, and if you'd like to get a pack, simply go to resources.afa.net. Again, that's resources.afa.net, and you'll get a chance to receive a package, again, of 10. And our encouragement to you is that you'd Prayerful, just ask the Lord to guide you in how you distribute them, who you give them to, because, again, keep this in mind. Every human being being that you meet has needs. Every single one has spiritual needs. Some of them need to know Jesus, but there are many other needs as well. Sometimes you may just need to simply pray for them, though. So, But Pastor, uh, Pastor Jerry, again, thank you for being with us today. Anything of encouragement you'd like to share with our listeners before our time runs out in this segment? Well... I would just say that uh, with Jesus, every day is an exciting day. And Mm. uh, take the moment that the Lord's given you and uh, share his love with someone else today. Mm. You know, that's that's such an important truth to remember. And, you know, uh, how sad it is. Sometimes believers have the attitude of, well, do I have to witness? Well, we get to witness. It's our privilege. It's an honor. It's a, a privilege to be a vessel through which the Holy Spirit can reach and draw someone to Jesus, point them to Jesus to encourage them in their walk with the Lord. Father, thank you again for uh, a witnessing tool thank like you, the buttons that uh, we can use, but also thank you for the, the gospel track bookmarks that we provide or uh, tracks that other, other believers or ministers may provide. But what a privilege it is every day to be able to give out gospel tracks, to share our witness, to share our testimony to ask people how we can pray for them, to live in such a way that we're sharing with others what you've done for us in our lives, what an honor it is to be a faithful ambassador for your kingdom. Stir us, Lord, to be faithful every day of our lives, to live in such a way that you reach through our words, our actions, our attitude, the things we say, the things we do, to point people to you. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Jerry, for being with us today. Thank you. And thank you for being a part of our listening family. We'll be right back.
Casting Crowns with Gloria. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. As always, we appreciate you being a part of our listening family and for the balance of the broadcast today. We're going to be, uh, for most of it, we'll be sharing some of the Christmas narratives. And, you know, again, I want to continue to remind you that making time to read all the way through the narratives will bless you edify you and encourage you in a very unique and a very wonderful way and when you and your family take time to do that that's especially encouraging as we begin i want to share with you an article which once again i'm encouraging you email us to get a copy of the article because it's a good article to keep as a an encouraging edifying reference tool but also something we're encouraging you please forward it to family and friends and others because Many others can be blessed and encouraged as they make it a priority to take time to read through the Christmas narratives. The title of the article is Four Christmas Stories. In addition to the gold, frankincense, and myrrh, the gifts given to the Christ child in Matthew chapter 2, there's much more treasure to be found in the stories of Christmas in the Word of God. In Matthew chapters 1 and 2, and Luke chapters 1 and 2, the stories of Scripture that make up the Christmas story are found. It's here in these four chapters that we find in God's word, a treasury of grace, salvation, and hope that make up the wonderful and blessed story of Christmas. The narratives that make up the Christmas story are simple yet profound, humble yet glorious and full of wonder. They are about normal people who have encounters with wonderful and supernatural events. In these stories, God invades the earth with his peace, hope, and the gift of salvation, his son, Jesus Christ. During Advent, consider a few suggestions that can greatly bless your observance of Christmas. Take time to read Matthew chapters 1 and 2 and Luke chapters 1 and 2, and when you're finished, read them again. Spend time reading and meditating on them throughout the month of December. Read as an individual believer, but also read with your family. Parents, have your children take turns and ask each one to read one of the four chapters out loud to you. It's good if you read it to them, but also let them read it to you as well. Very often they'll get more out of it if the children do the reading. So please, during this holy season, make it a high priority to read and meditate several times on the Christmas stories. Make time even in this busy season. We need to learn an important lesson from the wise men of Matthew chapter 2. In the busyness of their lives, they were wise enough to put their busyness aside. They took much of their time, money, and energy 
an effort to follow God. They followed the divinely guided star star to come and find the King of Kings. Let's you and I this Christmas be wise men and women, people who are willing to put aside our quote unquote weapons of mass distraction, our TVs, computers, our MP3 players, game systems, CD players, and cell phones. Let's put aside some of our shopping and our gift buying and seek the Christ in the word of God. Now, some believers will read the Christmas stories once or twice during the Christmas holidays, and that's better than not reading them at all. But why only nibble on God's word when Jesus daily invites us to dine on it? See John chapter 21, verse 12. Taking time to read and meditate on the Christmas stories throughout the Christmas season will be its own reward. It's a gift you can give to yourself and to your family and to Jesus. Let's take the time. Again, the title of the article is simply Four Christmas Stories. If you'd like to get a copy, simply email me at joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Please be sure and ask for it because, again, we'd like for you to have a copy of it for your own reference and encouragement. But also, there's a great need to share and encourage many believers to make time to read through the Christmas narratives during the Christmas season, to bless and encourage them, to point them afresh to Christ Jesus, and to point them to what the whole meaning and message behind Christmas is, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hope you'll do that once again the email, joseph at afr.net. Again, the title of the article, Four Christmas Stories. But we continue now as we'll be reading through the Christmas narratives beginning in Matthew chapter 1. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begot Isaac. Isaac begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Judah and his brothers. Judah begot Perez by Zerah. Excuse me, Judah begot Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Perez begot Hezron, and Hezron begot Ram. Ram begot Aminadab. Aminadab begot Nashon, and Nashon begot Salmon. Salmon begot Boaz by Rehab. Boaz begot Obed by Ruth, Obed begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David the king. David the king begot Solomon by her who had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon begot Rehoboam, Rehoboam begot Abijah, and Abijah begot Asa. Asa begot Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat begot Joram, and Joram begot Uzziah. Uzziah begot Jotham, Jotham begot Ahaz, and Ahaz begot Hezekiah. Hezekiah begot Manasseh, Manasseh begot Ammon, and Ammon begot Josiah. Josiah begot Jeconiah and his brothers about the time they were carried away to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconiah begot Shealtiel, and Shealtiel begot Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel begot Abiad, Abiad begot Eliakim, and Eliakim begot Azor. Azor begot Zadok, Zadok begot Achim. And Achim begot Eliad. Eliad begot Eleazar. Eleazar begot Mathan. And Mathan begot Jacob. And Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. From David until the captivity in Babylon are 14 generations. And from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ are 14 generations. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. 
after his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So, so all this was done that it might be fulfilled. Excuse me. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not, did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. Matthew chapter 2. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then, being divinely warned in a dream that they should not Returned to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry, and he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and in all its districts, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the wise men. 
Then was fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation, weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted because they are no more. Now when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the young child's life are dead. Then he arose, took the young child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea, instead of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And being warned by God in a dream, he turned aside into the region of Galilee, and he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. Again, that was Matthew chapters 1 and 2. Then looking in the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. Inasmuch as many have taken in hand to set in order a narrative of those things which have been fulfilled among us, just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word delivered them to us, it seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write to you an orderly account, most excellent Theophilus, that you may know the certainty of those things in which you were instructed. There was in the days of Herod the king of Judea a certain priest named Zacharias of the division of Abijah. His wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both well advanced in years. So it was that while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn, his lot fell to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people was praying outside at the hour of incense. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias. Verses 1-12, through 12, Luke chapter 1. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we continue reading through the Word of God during through the Christmas narratives. We'll be right back. His own way of saying love is here 
music of Christmas And there's a lady Who sits all alone with her thoughts And the memories of all that she's lost When she hears a sound at her door And the song comes to find her As a gentle reminder, love is here. It's the music of Christmas. So of Stephen Curtis Chapman, The Music of Christmas. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God, specifically reading through the Christmas narratives, picking up the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, picking up at verse 8. So it was that while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people was praying outside at the hour of incense. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zacharias said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. And the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings. But behold, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. And the people waited for Zacharias and marveled that he lingered so long in the temple. But when he came out, he could not speak to them, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned to them and remained speechless. So it was 
as soon as the days of his service were completed, that he departed to his own house. Now, after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and she hid herself five months, saying, Thus the Lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among people. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened, when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, that the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for, the, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servants. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. 
Now Elizabeth's full time came for her to be delivered, and she brought forth a son. When her neighbors and relatives heard how the Lord had shown great mercy to her, they rejoiced with her. So it was on the eighth day that they came to circumcise the child, and they would have called him by the name of his father, Zacharias. His mother answered and said, No, he shall be called John. But they said to her, There is no one among your relatives who is called by this name. So they made signs to his father what he would have him called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, saying, His name is John. So they all marveled. Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue was loosed, and he spoke, praising God. Then fear came on all who dwelt around them, and all these sayings were discussed throughout all the hill country of Judea. And all those who heard them kept them in their hearts, saying, What kind of child will this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. And his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets who have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant the oath which he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And, and you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest, for you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people, by the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, with which the dayspring from on high has visited us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to give our feet into the way of peace. So the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the deserts till the day of his manifestation to Israel. Luke chapter 2. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Father, we thank you once again for the wonderful and the powerful and the glorious story of Christmas. Thank you for the wonderful privilege that is ours of being able to be faithful witnesses and ambassadors for your kingdom every day of our lives. 
Father, help us to grow in our love for you and our commitment to being faithful ambassadors for your kingdom, living a life so that daily you're more and more you're using us to point people to Jesus Christ. You're using us as vessels through which your Holy Spirit can reach and draw others to yourself. Lord, help us to live as fully available vessels today and every day. We thank you. and We praise you in Jesus' name. We do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. And as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you've never made that all-important step of asking Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior, today is a wonderful day, a great day to commit your life to Christ and be saved. If you'd like to make that step, would you simply pray this prayer even now and commit your whole heart and life to the Lord Jesus Christ? Would you pray with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so very much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for our sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. By faith, Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In the Bible, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my entire life for you. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, we very much want to hear from you, want to be in touch with you. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at AFR.net. We hope to hear from you. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow strong and grow deep in your new relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, we hope to hear from you. Once again, my email, joseph at AFR.net. And just a reminder, if you'd like to get a copy of the article we read earlier, Four Christmas Stories, the article entitled Four Christmas Stories, same email, joseph at AFR.net. Again, a good reference tool for you to use, but we hope and certainly encourage you to forward it to family, friends, loved ones, saved and unsaved, because it's a tool to point people to Christ and encourage them to get into the Word of God, sharing Christmas stories during the Christmas season. And finally, if you'd like some of our Christmas buttons, the buttons come in packs of 10. Go to resources.afa.net. Again, that's resources.afa.net to order the Christmas buttons with the message, Jesus, He Came for You. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.